0: In this episode of Movie Geeks United, we're pleased to sit down with director Jen McGowan. Her new film, Rust Creek, is currently playing in select theaters and across most VOD platforms. The film is unique for bucking the trends of the typical lady in peril thriller, but that's not all. It also stands out for its sharp performances, its surprising central relationship, and for the production itself the crew of which was 50% female-driven. We spoke to Jen the day after she attended an exciting cast and crew screening of her film at the Arclight in Los Angeles.
1: I, you know, seeing your film at an Arclight mm. is so wonderful because their tech is amazing. It looks beautiful. It sounds as you intended. Um, it, was, it was fantastic.
0: Yeah, it's my favorite theater, <laughs> so I would I would imagine it'd be kind of an odd sparing moment. So tell me about the um, the origins of of this. How how did the script get in your hands, and what about it did you right. respond to?
1: It? So I uh, met with the producer, Stu Pollard, um, because I was in, uh, looking for finance for a film I was trying to get set up, and he was introduced to me as a potential financier. Um, So I went in, talked to him about that project, and it didn't really connect with him, excuse me, but he and I really connected, and I didn't know it at the time, but, uh, you know, he was trying to put together Rust Creek, and two people had independently recommended me as a potential director, so for him, meeting me in person was, you know, the third kind of confirmation, so when I left you know, he reached out and said, hey, I have this project, would you be interested? And I was, and I read it, and I loved it, and I went in and pitched, um, and then he hired me, thankfully. (laughs) So that was in August of 2016, and then we were shooting in November. Turn left.
0: Think they're us?
1: You need some help there, miss? I was on my way to DC
0: woods that can be a crazy place come on
1: i thought it was a fun movie which is important to me i want to make movies that people want to watch um but i also thought it had a theme and some angles that I thought were interesting that I could highlight and really get excited about. Um, I thought it's a feminist movie. I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, I mm-hmm. thought the lead character was super interesting, and I thought I could pull out some cool performances um, between these people. I thought it was also a little bit of a high-wire act in terms of maintaining the tone and the pace over the course of the film um but that was a fun challenge to to dive into
0: yeah and and what what delighted me about it was that it was it was surprising and and not necessarily surprising in a oh look at this big plot twist kind of way it it was surprising yeah. in the humanity of it the the especially the central relationship oh. and i i'm so used to films of this genre i think we all are and so i was kind right. of bracing myself for those moments of yep. exploitation that I was expecting. <laughs> and and they, yeah. they didn't show up, and, and that, just, that just delighted me. It made me fall in love with the movie. I
1: mean, that, that the response absolutely delights me, because that's what I was aiming for. And, and as a filmmaker, there is, I don't think anything more pleasing than having the audience tell you they saw what you said. It's like it, it's the same way audiences feel when they see themselves reflected on screen. Um, it's saying, "I see you, I hear you, I understand you," and that's what I was aiming for. So I'm I'm really I'm really happy that it worked.
0: It absolutely did, yeah, absolutely. And and but I mean, essential part of this, outside of the 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 delicacy of your work and the writer's perspectives, is obviously the casting of this and yeah. how do you pronounce yeah, the, the lead actress's first name Hermione Hermione okay how did you happen upon mm-hmm. her
1: so my casting we did regular casting with this we had actors call it in an audition uh, Jeremy Gordon and Caroline Lean were the casting directors on this project and uh, Hermione was one of the wonderful actors that auditioned um, and I narrowed it down to three young women I I think we did callbacks, and then after that had three choices that I was excited about. I met with each of them uh, for coffee, and um, in the end, it was Hermione that that convinced me. I I just couldn't imagine this movie with anyone else, and on top of it, she's a really lovely person, an incredible hard worker, and um, she was a great partner in, in making this movie
0: she's she has this very um uh, natural uh yeah the word for it there there's um there's no uh oh I, I had the word in my mind i lose i lose my vocabulary it goes out the window I'm
1: it's okay <laughs> usually when I'm working, I get to gesture quite a lot to get people to understand me, but not so much on the radio
0: <laughs> yeah but but it's soulful she has a very natural soulful quality about her.
1: Be <laughs> You're hurting me better me than
0: them <laughs> next time i tell you to stay put you stay put tell me about the environment because this is another
1: uh,
0: <laughs> specific thing that's that's very uh very great about this this movie is your sense of place and i'm always thankful for movies that develop a sense of place i mean these the the woods where you shot uh, yeah. it's kind of a a, a menacing beauty. Uh, yes, yes, I'm, yes. I'm wondering where did you shoot and, and how did that location make you feel and bring out the best of the project?
1: So, we, um, so the producer is from Kentucky and it was set in Kentucky, so we shot in Kentucky. Um, we were based in Louisville and we shot probably about 30 minutes outside of the center of Louisville. It doesn't look like that, um, but we were on a property a private property that was probably the size of a national park. It was massive. Um, And that's where we spent the majority of our time shooting. We also shot in a small town called Danville, Kentucky, which is about an hour and a half outside of Louisville. But most of that footage got got cut from the film. Um, That was more the beginning stuff when she was at Center College. Um, It was cold. It was, you know, what you see on screen, the ice, the frost, the breath, that was all real. It was really cold. Um, And I'm glad that we were able to capture that because, you know, capturing cold, if there's not literally snow on the ground, is is kind of a challenging thing. And that's something that we really paid attention to as well in the sound design, in the performances. Um, And I'm really happy that I, I think we did capture it. Yeah, I think so, too.
0: And I love movies that, you know, sometimes uh, films go out of their way to kind of mask the conditions of the filming because they, they believe it'll reflect poorly on the finished product. But movies like yours, they use those conditions to, to, to get deepen the experience of watching yeah. the film I and mean, it
1: informs the film. Yeah. I was grateful for it. Yeah. And I, I said my producer makes fun of me because apparently one day on set, it was so cold. It was like seven degrees. We showed up, the batteries weren't working. The gaffer's tape wasn't working because it was so freezing. And I was like, if we're going to suffer, we're going to make it work on film. <laughs> make it work. Yeah.
0: So tell me, uh, yeah you also if i understand this correctly you also have experience in, in study in acting uh, uh fr- from your kind of past training and experience and I'm, yeah
1: i think I'm, that's a really generous way to put it i mean i studied <laughs> i, I, I study i you know what i love actors so i i i sometimes wince when i hear that description of me cuz i know what real actors are and i just i studied acting at nyu which is legit <laughs> Um, and, and, uh, but when I got out, you know, I didn't last long. I think it was a year or two where I was like, oh, this is not for me. Um, but thankfully that's how I found directing. I didn't know it was a job (laughs) before. Um, so that I'm very grateful for my experience there, not only in introducing me to the thing that I love now, but also really training me as a director. Um, having that training in acting is, incredibly important to how I work with talent. It just in terms
0: of, of knowing how to communicate with an actor or be on their level? Or? Knowing
1: how to communicate with them, knowing what I can and cannot get from them based on what they're giving me, um, knowing how they feel when I'm asking for something and, and, and appreciating what I'm asking for. Um, also, I'm not particularly intimidated or scared by them. <laughs> um, I, I think some directors can be. Um, so I, um, I, I, I enjoy the creative, collaborative process working as a director with actors. We need one another. And I, I am, understand and I'm excited by that relationship. Um, and I think that's very much uh, because of my training at NYU and at the, at the Atlantic Data Company.
0: Yeah. And I do think that there's um there's a school of thought um, amongst some f- filmmakers that uh, that um you know my my best friend teaches film production at a at a local high school.
1: Oh, and great. And so occasion,
0: cool. occasionally I will go over there and I will talk to students and most of them want to be right. directors. And I always right. talk to them about it from an actor standpoint and I say, look, you have to you have to know when to offer gentle guidance, and, and when to give them their space to discover something on their own, to not suffocate them. Yeah. And it's a, it's a whole yeah. kind of navigation that
1: a lot of them don't It's a don't balance, consider. and it's delicate, and it's different for every single actor. That's what some people don't realize as well. I mean, most of my energy when we're on set, because that's when really the, the performances are captured and created and captured, is dedicated to being finely attuned to them, their performances, their needs, um, mm-hmm. so that they succeed in the way that I need them to succeed. Yeah. And so t- tell me
0: when w- when you started to become attuned to a love of film. What what were those films that, that initially turned you on to the art form?
1: Well, so this is where, I mean, I'm embarrassed to say it was very late. <laughs> I, I, so I, I went to... Is college when I was 17 I graduated when I was 20 and I don't think I really got into the idea of directing until I was 21 or 22 um, it, it didn't occur to me it wasn't on my radar you know I grew up my mom's a nurse my dad worked for the government there's no filmmakers or artists or creative people in my family so it wasn't it just didn't really exist as an option Um, so I kind of found it by accident, but growing up, I always had a love, mostly of independent film because at the time, you know, the eighties and nineties, that's when Sundance was new and exciting and amazing. And those films were coming out in theaters, um, and, you know, or, or on cable and, and you could see all this incredible American cinema, truly independent cinema, um, and that was very exciting to me. Um, but I, I didn't really key into the fact that this was a potential job until I was I was older. Mm. And then after I got excited by it, I was like, oh, boy, I, I should probably go to film school. I don't really know what I'm doing. I know I want to do this thing, but I don't know how to do it. Um, and that's when I applied to USC, and luckily I got in. Um, now I'm not sure that film school is required, but I'm very grateful to have gone through that program.
0: Is that what the film school experience did for you? It showed you that it was possible for you?
1: That was part of it um, and made me comfortable going through the process over and over and over again. That I think is incredibly important. That's something that people can achieve on their own if they have the discipline. Um, you know, meeting and working with and collaborating with and learning from other filmmakers was essential um, there were, a, a, you know, a handful of teachers that I think had a profound effect on me. Um, I think, you know, if, if you're being realistic in this world, um, it's a very expensive endeavor. Um, and, you know, you have to balance out the fact that when you come out, this is not a, a big money money making um, job for for quite some time so I, I i don't know I also think there's a lot more available now to people online um where they can learn a lot of great stuff
0: and there's a lot more venues for content as well and and that has so, to oh be my awesome. God,
1: so many I can, I can hardly keep track of everything <laughs> it's amazing it's a it's an incredible time um it it's you know it's it's different I feel like it changes every year um mm. it's very exciting um but I I can't keep track of it all. And this is what I do constantly.
0: Yeah. And, 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 you know, there's always another side to a coin. I mean, there's the danger that yes. there's, there's too much content and you don't want y- your passion project to get lost in the sea. Uh,
1: well, so, uh, and that, you know. that is the hard thing, particularly about indie film now, which is how do you let anyone know that you exist. That's, that's the most challenging thing. So, you know, that's why when we first started talking I said thank you. This exposure to your audience is incredibly essential for independent film.
0: Well, that's why I'm here. <laughs> I I have a yeah, well, I have a passion for much. movies like like you do. Uh so tell me uh is it is it in the film in general release right now and and on demand? Is that how it's
1: being distributed right now? Yeah, so it's in it's in select theaters. I think we're in about 15 cities right now, which is Super exciting, um, because I, I know we were guaranteed for 10 and we increased. Um, all of the viewing possibilities from every cinema to all the digital possibilities are, are um, in one spot, and that's on a website uh, called rustcreekthefilm.com. Um, right. We started in New York last weekend, and we've opened up to 15 cities this weekend um, and lots of digital places. Have
0: you watched it with a paying
1: audience yet? Yeah. Well, in that I've watched it with a few film festival audiences. Okay. Um, and that I find very informative um, and useful. Um well I think a, I wasn't gonna I was gonna say if you're smart I think a smart thing to do is to test your film while you're cutting I think that's incredibly important because I don't make my movies for myself I make them for an audience so you know I could think it's the most genius thing ever but if the audience doesn't that's not good um, so we did three test screenings while we were um, cutting it's very helpful um, so one thing that happens is from those test screenings, you kind of know what the reaction is likely to be because you've already heard it. Um, the other thing is um, the, the first, it was three screenings. I think it was at the, the uh, Bentonville Film Festival. We had three screenings or two screenings. I can't remember, but I think it was three. The first screening was very vocal, which was a huge surprise to me. Um, mm-hmm there were lots of, and jumps, and screams, and no, don't, you know, and that was so amazing to experience, um, because, you know, I I thought it would be a little less reactive, more on on kind of a drama response, which tends to be very quiet and reserved, but I was like, oh, this is so fun, watching everybody from the back jumping and squiggling and putting their their heads in their, their neighbor's, you know, jacket or whatever. That was really incredible to see.
0: Oh, that's amazing. And that's exactly what you want. I mean, you want that audience exactly participation. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah, so, that's, that's the magic for me.
0: So what? Do, one more kind of technical question for you. When you yeah. say it, it informed the editing when you were screening during the process, was it yeah. just a matter of finding out what the bare essentials were and whittling it down to that? Or how did that work? What did it tell you?
1: So it's a variety of things. I mean, first, you, you know, you do a first screening to see, like, are we close? <laughs> did, do you understand everything I'm trying to say? Did you miss anything? Because mm-hmm. one of the things that happens is when you're working with material so closely for so long, there could be a really blatantly obvious problem that you might not see because you have filled in the blanks in your head. Um, so, one is just a real literal question like did you understand everything um and sometimes surprising responses come up to that little details that somebody that picks up and you're like oh geez that we got to deal with that Mm -hmm. um and uh then as you get more and more of a finer cut you find the responses or hopefully the responses are finer and finer um it you know it's more more nuanced more tends to be about relationships or pacing or um you know just just finer details you start with a broad brush and you work finer and finer I have
0: one one other thing I want to ask you about i 'm so sorry that this yeah. this interview uh, it's like all over the place i'm i'm going from from the beginning <laughs> to the fun. end to the middle uh but yeah. you're the the kind of the mandate that you set for yourself when you set about uh not only uh, well the the crew that you put together yeah um yeah. you know it seems so crazy that it, it's not a it's not naturally uh a Diverse crews out yep. there, inclusive crews out there, but yeah. it's it's yep. not a norm. Yeah. So so tell me about it's not a the, norm. Yeah, that's terrible.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, actually, yes, that's the most succinct way to put it. It is. It's a challenge. Um, uh, it's it's a very systemic problem, and the thing with systemic problems is. They kind of allow everyone else, everyone to not claim responsibility for the solution, which is what allows it to perpetuate um, I, I i don't i I don't understand why we're not making use of fifty percent of the population's perspective reaction emotional response this This makes no sense to me um, it's very important for me to have different perspectives on my crew because I hope my audience is coming from different perspectives and I want to make sure I'm speaking to them. Um, so for me, it's not any inconvenience. It's, it's essential. Um, the slight inconvenience side of the thing is that it it takes a little bit more effort to find the right people. Um, but that's just because, you know, they're not as promoted as, as their counterparts, um But that's not a problem.
0: Yeah. And I make, you know, bottom line for moviegoers is it, it makes a better film. I think, I mean, it, it makes something I that hope feels, so. feels more unique uh, because, yes, the, because I think it that's comes true. From All these different perspectives.
1: That's right. And that's what filmmaking is about. Filmmaking is about bringing a perspective and sharing mm-hmm. it with your audience. So, Uh, I don't think there's anything to be scared of, of bringing slightly different perspectives. I mean, we're all humans. We're all on the same planet. They're not going to be that drastically different. But a little bit different (laughs) is sometimes a really big deal in film.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. But, you know, I I, I think that movie going itself, I mean, the magic of movie going or watching it wherever you watch it nowadays uh, is is bringing people from all all different. Sides of life yeah. together for a singular experience. Yes. So why shouldn't it be? Why should it be any different when you're actually making the movie?
1: I agree yes. completely.
0: Okay, I'm off my soapbox, but but I <laughs> I, I have I have to tell you that's that, alright. Uh, if any
1: of your listeners know me, they know I never get off my soapbox, so it's
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you someplace safe. My wife used to say, everyone we meet's a chemical reaction. They change us and we change them. Inside. And if there's trouble, run.
1: Stay the away from me.
0: Whatever you're into, you're going to have to answer for it. Cause you can run for a long time You can run